Hey everyone, thanks for visiting ForWeddingPhotographers.com. This is Luis Torres. Okay, so every once in a while I'll get a photographer. I can't even say every once in a while. Like it's kind of one of those topics where I don't know if I necessarily ever really went over the details. But, you know, I'll get photographers who are just like, hey, listen, you know, I would love to have an idea of what you do uh, in, pre in preparing uh, to meet with a couple. So... Uh, this is kind of going to be long. I think it may be. I'm not sure, but go grab a pen and jot all this down. So when I call or when I talk to a couple and they're like, hey, you know, I love your work. Uh, we'd love to meet with you. Let's meet Tuesday at six o'clock. Um, seriously, <laughs> and you guys know me and my little OCD antics, not even kidding you, I have for the most part, everything completely ready, like three hours before I'm supposed to meet with the couple, just so I don't have to stress out or anything. But, you know, the first thing I do is, is I completely clean my house. And not to say that it's not always clean, but, you know, and I usually clean my house every day, but I go completely nuts. So I'll mop, I'll vacuum, I'll put some candles on, I'll make it smell absolutely amazing. Because in the end, ultimately, and this is kind of my experience, and not to say that grooms don't have a say in booking the wedding photographer, but it's usually the bride. So I want the bride, I want the couple to show up and have the bride just immediately just be like, wow, dude, it smells great in here. It looks great. Okay, you know, clearly this guy actually cares about you know, about everything. Um, or at least, you know, we're also slobs too. So you, you almost want to give the impression that, you know, you're, you're the right person, right? So right off the bat, it's kind of like a date, you know, when you show up for your first date with a girl or a guy, uh, you, you want to just be on your best behavior. You want to just, you want everything to be as perfect as it can possibly be. So that's the first thing that I do. Now, on my dining room table, I have a 30-inch monitor that I have connected to my Mac Mini, and I have um, a slideshow with about 450 photos that I have uh, in Lightroom 4, so I have that ready to go, so that way, when the couple ring the doorbell, I hit play on the slideshow, so when they walk in, there's, al there's already something playing in the background. Um, now... Uh, even before they even show up, usually about 15, I always anticipate that if someone, if I book a, a meeting, let's say at six o'clock, because this has happened in the past, if a couple shows up early, you need to make sure that you're ready. So that's kind of the reason why I get ready so many hours before I'm supposed to meet a couple, because if they show up, you know, 30 minutes before, you know, I expect them just because they came early, then I want to make sure that that everything is completely fine and that I don't have to do anything. So usually about an hour before the couple show up, I seriously have my computer set up. I have my monitor ready. All I seriously have to do is hit the play button and done. So even if they show up early, I have that set. Now, um, I will always, and it's funny, and don't laugh, but you, but you can laugh. But a few years ago, I used to give couples soda, and I would have Diet Coke, regular Coke, uh, Sprite, water, uh, and I would have everything kind of set up on my table, 
And believe it or not, I used to give them cookies <laughs> because I know cookies. It's just like, really cookies? You know, I just figured, hey, if, if you're going to come and visit me, you know, here's something, whatever. Here's some cookies. It was it, to me, it just it was it just felt right. Last year, believe it or not, I just decided out of the blue or maybe I just realized like, hey, these couples aren't two years old. Why am I giving them, you know, milk and cookies or soda and cookies? So I stopped that. Instead, I started offering the bride's wine and the groom's Coronas. So now, okay, and this is where I always get the whole OCD from. Um, I anticipate that it's going to be the bride and the groom and me. So I will always put out three Coronas, one for each one. Sometimes the bride doesn't go for the Corona because they'll go for the wine and I'll have two glasses. I don't, I drink wine, but at a meeting, I don't care to drink wine. So I'll always have uh, two wine glasses in case the groom, and I've had, you know, couples show up and they're just like, oh, we'll both have wine and I'll still crack a, a, a bottle of Corona. And that's my thing. I will, you know, it, I'm always the first one to crack open a Corona. So I'll usually start when the couple arrive, I'll usually talk to the groom and say, listen, don't be shy. You grab a Corona because I'm going to grab one and I'll crack it open. And usually sometimes they're shy and they're like, nah, um, some, like, you know, I met with a couple last night that booked me and he was just like, absolutely. You know, so I, I sat down, I cracked open one bottle, I cracked one open for him and I asked the bride if she would like a Corona or wine and she opted for wine. So I opened the bottle of wine and poured out some wine. Okay. So that's what I give my couples. Now, the first thing I do when I meet with a couple is I'll talk to them about their wedding planning. You know, hey, you know, is, it, is there anything that's driving you nuts? So that's how I'll, I'll kind of get everything moving forward. And they'll usually tell me like, oh, you know, the, I'm still looking for a wedding DJ or, you know, we met with this, you know, with this other wedding photographer and they kind of drove me nuts or, you know, you kind of just want to have an idea of where they are with their whole planning. Um, so once I kind of, you know, start getting the conversation going, I immediately say, well, listen, let me go ahead and just show you guys some prints because, and then I'll point to the monitor. I'm just like, listen, you know, photos look absolutely beautiful on a monitor. They're lower resolution. They'll always look great, but let me show you some prints. I'll, I'll immediately show them 11 by 14 inch prints, eight by 12 inch prints, five by seven inch prints. That way they get to see the quality of the images. Forget about on a monitor, but you know, these couples may go ahead and, you know, ultimately have a bunch of images printed for their parents and they want to have an idea of what it's going to look like. I've actually had couples who just said, dude, you're the only person that we've met who actually showed us prints, you know, and I've had brides who were just like, I want to book you just because I love the prints. You know, and, and I'm surprised. And sometimes these are couples that have met with three other wedding photographers already. And even then, I'm still the only one that showed prints. How wedding photographers aren't taking the time to order prints to show their, you know, prospective clients is beyond me. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. You need to show couples prints because there are going to be times where these couples are going to want prints. And that's, you know, you have to show them right there on the spot. After I show them some of the prints, I immediately go to albums because I want couples to see the wedding albums that they're going to get. 
and I have, uh, I usually show them five different wedding albums and uh, one or two engagement albums. So this way they can see, um, you know, how that's, how if they wanted to uh, create a wedding, uh, an engagement album after their engagement shoot, here's a sample and, and, you know, I just want to let them know what their options are. It's not like, you know, hey, when you hire me to shoot your wedding, you know, of course, you're going to end up with a wedding album. But guess what? For your engagement session, you can also end up with, a, with an album if you'd like also. So those are just little options that you want to show. Um, then uh, I show them the package that their wedding CD is going to show up in. So um, I actually have an Epson Photo 1400 printer. And with that printer, you can actually print images on CDs or DVDs. So, uh, and the cases that I use are actually, you have to check them out. You have to go to lokta.com um, whenever you get the chance. It's L-O-K-T-A-H.com. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, so here I have the CDs in the little package and, you know, I just tell them, hey, this is how it's going to come in. And the good thing is the fact that Turnaround time with all weddings is 10 days after your wedding, you'll get your CD. Um, listen, this is all I do for a living, so I have the, the time to shoot a wedding on a Friday and a Saturday, and then Monday, Tuesday, dedicate those two days to editing those images, burning a photo onto the CD, packaging it, putting it in the mail, off it goes. I don't like falling behind, and not to say that if you take your time editing photos that... Um, that you fall behind, but before the next wedding, I always like having all of my images out and in the mail, uh, just so I don't have to worry, you know, because there are weekends, you know, I'll shoot a wedding Friday, Saturday, and then the following weekend, I'll have weddings Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then the following weekend, it's Friday and Saturday again, so, you know, if I let a two-week you know, let's say a 16-day time frame fall through, you know, in the, in that time frame, I may have, you know, seven or eight weddings that I've captured, and it's it's way too crazy, and, you know, and if you guys book for holidays, then, you know, I've had weddings that were Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and by Sunday morning, I'm just like, dude, I can't walk, you know, and I have to get up and shoot another wedding for eight hours. It can get that crazy, so for me, I tell every couple, listen, you're going to have your photos 10 days after your wedding day. Uh, and the way I tell them is, you know, you're, I, I want you guys to be excited about your wedding. But a few days later, I want you to get your CD with all your photos and be just as excited as you were the day of. Because now you're able to relive your wedding day all over again. Um, and that's kind of really just it uh, with regard to how I prepare uh, before I meet with a couple and the things that I go over when I'm actually talking to them. Uh, and and another thing that I always do, and this is just interesting because I've learned throughout the years, uh, just from meeting with couples and the things that kind of annoy them. But, you know, I and I have so many friends in this area that, you know, I'll have a couple meet with them and they'll meet with me. And I'm just like, listen, and I this is how I kind of always, not end it, but towards the end, I just tell them, listen, picking your wedding photographer, I completely understand is super important. It's a big deal. You know, I don't want you guys to feel, you know, obligated to book with me right now. You know, I don't want you guys to feel like, 
you know, it's do or die or anything like that. So why don't you guys go home and think about it? You know, you may end up going into your, and this is, this is one line that I kind of always say, I just tell them, listen, you guys may end up walking over to your car and looking at each other and saying, we hate this guy. That usually makes them laugh because, you know, for the entire hour, hour and a half that I've met with them, I usually have them laughing. So, you know, for me to say, you know, hey, you may end up realizing, hey, we actually hate this guy is just humorous. You know, it's just letting them know like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a fun guy. I'm outgoing. And, you know, last night's couple is a perfect example is, you know, I was talking to them and it turns out that um, she had checked out a bunch of reviews online and she's like, oh, okay, this is like, cause her first email was kind of like, Hey, you actually have great reviews. Everyone seems to like you. Um, and she was a referral from this wedding coordinator at the wedding venue that they're getting married. So, uh, so it, it kind of was just not only were the reviews good that she liked, but the fact that her wedding coordinator, her wedding coordinator basically said, listen, with your outgoing personality, you're going to have to call Luis Torres because I really think that you're going to click. You're going to love him. He's outgoing. He's real fun. He's sweet. Um, so, so already they're coming in kind of with this expectation of, okay, this may be the, our wedding photographer. And as it turns out, one of the girls that she works with, um, you know, kind of mentioned like, oh, have you checked out any wedding photographers? And she kind of said, yeah, we may just, you know, have this one guy that we're going to meet. Uh, and his name is Luis Torres. So this is the girl that she works with. Apparently, the girl was just like, oh, my God, that guy, I've heard so much about him. You know, he actually shot one of my friend's weddings. The photos were beautiful. Everyone loved him. You know, the day that I get married, I'm telling you now, I'm going to have him shoot my wedding. So here's a colleague of hers who's saying, I've heard so much, so many great things about him. I'm going to have that guy shoot my wedding. So all of a sudden she's like, of course I'm going to have to have this guy shoot my wedding because now even my, the girl that I work with, you know, I'm going to have to go back to work and say, guess who my wedding photographer is. So she can be like, no, you have my wedding photographer shooting your wedding. So, um, so things like that, I think are just absolutely amazing, which is why it's super important to do good business, to try to make everyone as happy as you possibly can and just have fun because, you you never know where you know who people know and you know where the next uh you know potential client is going to come from and you know more importantly to hear you know all these people say hey I think you're really going to like him you know I really like him so you know call him to me things like that are just super important but at the end of the meeting I also you know let them know like hey listen there's no I don't pressure you guys Go home, think about it. You may want to check out some other photographers if you wanted to, you know, and sometimes I'll throw in like, you know, you just, you're clearly not going to like the other ones because, you know, and I'll make them laugh and I'm just like, you're going to go ahead and, and, and meet these other photographers and be like, no, then they not, they didn't make us laugh as much as Lewis did. So, but you know, little things like that make them laugh. Um, and in fact, when I said that to the couple last night, she's like, oh no, you're, you're my wedding photographer. I, I'm, I'm going to. Pick, you know, and then she reached over for her bag and grabbed her checkbook and, and just wrote me a check for the deposit for significantly more than the deposit just because she's like, Hey, I have all this money, you know, can I just give you a, a bigger deposit? I'm like, absolutely. So, um, so that was taken care of. And, you know, and, and that's how I do it. You know, your style may be different 
for me, <clears throat> excuse me, like I always tell photographers, focus on making couples laugh, you know, because if you're, if someone is meeting you, they probably, you know, have heard about your about you. They probably like your work already. Make them laugh, you know, let them know, hey, we're going to spend eight hours together. Guess what? We're going to have a great time just hanging out. Uh, you know, I'm going to make you guys laugh. I'm going to make your family members laugh. I'm going to have your entire bridal party laughing their tails off. That's who they want at their wedding. You know, and it's interesting because I've actually had couples who told me that, I, you know, my friends who are wedding photographers that they've met while they're looking at wedding albums, instead of talking to them, they're taking personal calls in front of the couple talking to someone else. And in fact, I had one couple who booked me, um, you know, they were just like, oh, well, I met this other, you know, this one photographer and, you know, I was like, oh, well, what'd you think about them? They're like, dude, we walked out of there and completely were like, no. Um, and other than the fact that they didn't really talk much, but it was all business. It was, it was all, hey, these are the packages. Take a look at it. Uh, if you have questions, I'm right here. And all of a sudden, you know, here they are looking through wedding albums. And here's this wedding photographer who's a good friend of mine, which is real interesting. Good friend of mine sitting next to the bride and groom. And he takes a call. Phone rings, takes a call. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, we have, what's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Oh, no, I'm in a meeting right now. Oh, no, they're about two feet away from me. Oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. They're just looking at wedding albums. <laughs> Could you imagine? Dude, and listen, I've never been married, but I know if I were planning a wedding and the wedding photographer I went to was a foot away from me saying, oh, yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, they're just looking at wedding albums right now. And you're talking about me while I'm in front of you and you're kind of, you know, disregarding any conversation other, you know, because when, when bride and, when couples are looking at wedding albums, I'm still talking to them. They can multitask. Eyes do one thing, ears do another, you know, don't, you know, it shouldn't be some awkward silence. Like I'm not going to interrupt you while you're looking at wedding albums, you know, just explain like, oh, you know, um, you know, what I do with couples is when they're looking at wedding albums, I tell them, Hey, listen, you guys pick your favorite wedding photos. Um, that way you send me the numbers to those photos. I'll go ahead and create and design the wedding album for you and I'll put it together. And that way, you know, it, it'll end up being, you know, designed similar to what you're looking at right now, which I think is just really pretty. And, you know, and they're looking at it and we're talking, we're just having a normal conversation. Um, and those are the things that you have to do, you know, but my style may be different than yours. For me, you know, I have friends who are wedding photographers and they're just like, dude, all of your weddings, Lewis, seem like they're crazy, they're fun, they're outgoing. And I'm like, dude, that's what I'm known for. I'm known as, you know, if you have crazy family members that are going to get drunk and go completely nuts on your wedding day and it's going to be a fun wedding day and, and all the bridesmaids are going to be fun and all the groomsmen are going to be, you know, hammered and everyone's going to be crazy, you have to hire Luis Torres. I'm kind of known for that just because throughout the years I kind of weed out the conservative ones. But then I have friends who will meet my fun couples and they're like, hey, we kind of like one of your friends, um, but we, we didn't really like their personality. They were just way too quiet, way too business. You know, they kind of felt like 
they were just a number. Don't ever make anyone feel like they're a number and that they're cattle and that you don't care about their wedding day. Whether they come or go, it doesn't matter. You're going to keep booking weddings. You have to make each and every person and couple feel important because you're shooting such an important day. You know, when, and it's funny, I actually have this one photographer um, who shot me an email and he's just like, dude, I just booked my first wedding um, that was actually a few thousand dollars and it was actually their first wedding that they had booked at such a higher end. And he was just like, dude, you're one podcast where you mentioned, you know, make couples laugh and make them feel important and, and just be their friend. He shot me an email. It was the nicest email. And he's like, dude, that changed absolutely everything. My, the entire game of wedding photography changed because now instead of being, you know, ultra conservative, now it's just like, Hey, we're, you know, I'm the guy that's going to shoot your wedding, but between now and your wedding day, we're going to be best friends. You're going to see wedding photos that I post online. Um, you know, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. You know, if you have any questions regarding the timeline of the wedding day, what time things should start, you know, you're the go-to person. You have to let them know, Hey, I'm the go-to person. So if you have any questions, come to me and, and you know, what's going to happen if they don't book you on the spot, they're going to go to their car and they're both going to look at each other and immediately say, this is our wedding photographer. And, and that's, what's going to help you continuously book more and more weddings is when people trust you. And it's because you're just saying, Hey, I'm me. I like you guys. I hope you guys like me. I think I'm fun. You guys seem fun. Let's just, you know, set this up and, and move forward and, and I'll capture your wedding day. So didn't I tell you guys at the beginning that this may be kind of long? (laughs) So it's going on 22 and a half minutes. Okay. But I'll try to, I'll cut it short now, but you know, and, and that's what you need to do. You need to just let them know that you're always there, that, that, that you are one of their new good friends that they can turn to. And that's it. To me, that is everything I do with preparing before I meet them, what I go over after, you know, some experiences that I've had with couples, you know, some examples with, you know, things that I hear that other wedding photographers do. And yeah, you know, I'm kind of noisy. I'm kind of nosy like that. You know, if someone says, Hey, you know, I met this photographer and it turned out to be a good friend of mine. I'm like, Oh, what'd you think about them? Like, how did the meeting go? You know, and, and couples are very quick to say they were awesome or they were really weird. And you get to kind of have an idea of how everyone is. So always feel, you know, always go ahead and just ask. Cause it doesn't hurt to ask. You know, some couples have been like, Oh, I don't know if I should, and I'll just tell them, come on, tell me what, what? So, um, so that way you get an idea of what other people are doing because, you know, other photographers in your area may not be quick to let you know what they say during their meeting. Uh, for me, you know, some wedding photographers in my area actually know that I have this podcast and some have actually listened to it. Um, some are good friends, some are okay friends, some, uh, aren't even friends and, you know, but whatever, it is what it is. And, you know, but all of these episodes, again, like I always stress, it's for you guys. You know, I want your, I want your life to be easier. I want you to know what I do that helps me book consistently 40 plus weddings each and every year. And it's making people laugh 
and it's being there for them. And, and I, listen, I love what I do. You know, you don't have to book that many weddings. I love booking as many weddings as I possibly can. And when I find out that I'm booked at someone's wedding day, I'll actually tell them, change your wedding day. Change it. If it's, if it's on a Sunday, make it a Saturday because I have Saturday open and I'll shoot your wedding then. And, you know, cross my fingers and hope that they do that. But seriously, every single year, you know, I'll have two or three couples that will do just that. They will go ahead and outright just say, you have to shoot my wedding. You're booked on this wedding day. Oh, okay, I'm going to give you a few dates and, and you let me know when you're available. And I just think it's awesome when, when someone does that and... And you, that's when you know that you're doing a good job. When someone says, listen, I love your work so much. I've heard so much about you. I will change my wedding date so you can shoot my wedding. The wedding that I shot last year in Mexico was 100% imagine. It wasn't even in the U.S. It was in freaking Mexico in Cancun. That entire wedding was based around my availability because, you know, the, the weekends that she wanted to have her wedding, I was booked. And she's just like, how about this Saturday? I'm like, no. Um, she's like, how about this other Saturday? We went through a few Saturdays and she's like, um, would you, you know, if I make it midweek, would you fly? And I'm like, absolutely. So she ended up getting married on a Wednesday and I flew in on Monday, hung out Tuesday, shot the wedding Wednesday, had an engage, um, a trash address session Thursday and flew back to New York Friday to shoot a wedding Saturday. Because again, I had to shoot, you know, we had to shoot, uh, you know, around the, uh, the, uh, my availability, my availability. So, you know, and, and that's where you need to be. In my opinion, whether you decide that you want to do 10 weddings, 20 weddings, 30, 40, 50, you know, if you're in some state or some region that's fairly warm, then, then that's what you do. You know, just don't count how many weddings you have booked. You know, every once in a blue, maybe count it. Cause that's what I do, but I will book, you know, back to back and just go nuts in the last seven days since, since the beginning of the year, I've met with five couples. Of the five couples, four have booked me. Three booked me on the spot. The fourth one booked me, but her, her dad's paying for, for, the, uh, for wedding photography, so I'm just waiting for that deposit to come in. And the fifth couple, they were actually going to get – they were actually checking out a few other wedding photographers, so hopefully I'll book that. But, but to me, that's how easy it is. You know, it's, and it's like that, you know, my whole thing is, you know, if I can get you to, to my house so we can sit down and talk, I will most likely be your wedding photographer because I genuinely care and I, and I love what I do. And, and you have to relay that to all of your couples that you love what you do. You know, if it's not a passion and, and don't get me wrong, there's great money in it. I love the money. I kind of book that many weddings because I love the money because I'm kind of greedy because my background is in finance and I worked on Wall Street for so many years. Like I kind of look at it from a revenue point of view. Um, but ultimately, I love what I do. You know, and, and some of you guys will probably agree if you could make a – not to say that if you couldn't make a living off it, but if you can somehow end up with a million dollars in your bank account – you would probably shoot weddings for free because you love it and you have the passion for it and you see how it's such a great day for these couples and they love, you know, the preparation. Some some couples love planning for the wedding, some don't. Um, but in the end, it's their wedding day. You know, it's it's a day that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. 
you know, and, and I just think that to me, that's so important that, you know, I, that's why I always just share with everyone like, Hey, what I do, what I tell you guys is, are the things that help me. So that way, you know, you can make a living doing what you love, you know, and, and not to say that you don't love what you're doing, but you know, I have friends who are wedding photographers in New Zealand, in uh, Japan, in the UK, and they're doing something else. And all they're focusing on is wedding photography, because although they may love, you know, what they do for a living, as far as their nine to five jobs go, ultimately, they just want to be wedding photographers and make a living uh, doing it and and enjoying life. And, and And to me, that's what these podcasts are for. So, you know, I just want to say thank you for everyone who... You know, to everyone who listens to these podcasts, you know, for you guys who take the time and listen, some of you guys, uh, you know, these podcasts are just like uh, when you're on your road trips, you listen to them, which I think is hilarious. I'll get emails sometimes. I actually had this one photographer. Um, uh, maybe she was from Wyoming or Montana. She's probably listening to this right now. And she's like, he's talking about me. But uh, but I guess her and her mom went on a road trip and they went from Arizona Maybe they were going towards Colorado and she's like, hey, we're on the road. You know, we're actually driving back home. But I want to let you know that, you know, my mom and I have been listening to you for hours and we're just listening to your podcast and we're laughing. And we just think that you are absolutely awesome, which I think is hilarious. I think that's great. Um, then I have some guys who, you know, when they're going, you know, from I had another photographer. Where was he from? New Jersey. And he was going to Cincinnati. And he's like, dude, you're making this, you know. 16 hour drive a significantly more bearable, you know, than, than just listening to music. So again, thank you so much for listening to these podcasts. I think it, I think it's great when you guys shoot me emails, letting me know that you listen. Um, you know, again, thank you so much, you know, for listening and also for sharing me with your friends, you know, cause I have, you know, photographers all over the U S and around the world who are just like, you know, my buddy, who lives here or this girl that I know who's a wedding photographer in this other state told me to listen to you. Um, and, and now they are, which I think is great. So thank you so much. You guys are the absolute best. And if you ever have any questions, shoot me an email, Lewis at Lewis Torres.com. You know, I remember years ago, I used to always say, Hey, if you're out there listening, just shoot me an email. Then it got to the point that I got crazy that it, emails just got way too crazy. Um, but you know, if you have any questions, shoot me an email you know, if it's not too lengthy, you know, just don't send me one question emails and send me 20 emails saying, oh, one more. Oh, one more. <laughs> just if you have 20 questions, write them all down. I'll try to address them. Sometimes, you know, I'll just say, hey, listen, you know, here, you know, there's a, a few episodes uh, that kind of cover your question, you know, so much more than, you know, uh, a three paragraph email. So sometimes I'll do that and say, you know, go to the podcast. There's about six different episodes that you can listen to that last about an hour uh, that, you know, talk more about your, your question or your, your subject. Um, and sometimes I'll just, you know, shoot back a quick email also. So you guys, thank you again for always listening. You're the best. And as usual, I will talk to you guys soon. Oh, and I hope you like the new song too, because I changed it a little while ago. <laughs> All right, everyone. I will talk to you guys soon. 